welcome to the second half of the year. <laughs> I hope you guys had a great week. This week for me has been really fun and exciting. And yesterday, Snapchat, I guess, because I'm trying to be better at posting, trying to make my way to Instagram, starting with Snapchat. I've been posting a lot, or last month I was posting a lot, and I was saving a lot of the posts. So they gave me like a June highlights. And almost every single one of the videos, I was laughing and with someone who was really important to me. And it was so nice because, you know, you experience those moments in the moment that they happen. But if someone had asked me how eventful was my June, I wouldn't have imagined or thought that it was as eventful as it was. There were graduations, parties, just fun drives with my sister where she was acting a mess. It was just a really good time. And it was nice that social media gave me an opportunity to reflect in a way that I wouldn't have personally reflected myself. And I had some videos in general, though, I'm not a big snapper of everything that's going on. I might just snap a moment of an event, but I won't be that person on my phone because I like to see and experience what I'm doing live, not through a screen, making sure that it's centered on the object. But it was nice and I'm going to continue and hopefully I'll be able to move into posting on Instagram, which I need to, you know, work in progress, everything one step at a time. So our words to live by for last week was almost doesn't count. And the one thing, well, the main thing that I noticed about the concept of almost doesn't count and about people, myself included, who sometimes sit and just mostly discuss the things that almost happened, the person they could have been, the opportunities they had but didn't take advantage of, is that when you feel that you're not doing anything worthwhile in the moment, that's usually when it becomes easy and even necessary to have to live in the past or live in your almosts. So I'm saying all of this to say that if you're living the life you need to live right now and doing things that are worthwhile, you're almost in the things you you should maybe should have accomplished in the past that you didn't for whatever reason become a lot smaller because what you're doing right now is worth it. But if you're just sitting there not really doing much and much is subjective, much to me may be a little to somebody else and maybe way too much to somebody else, but much from your own personal scale of work ethic, I guess. Um, when you're not doing that, that's when you end up in a place where you're living in the past and constantly talking about, oh, do you know, I had this opportunity, I had that. And another thing is that opportunities and almost that you had in your life, some of them are still able to become solidified facts of things you've done. You almost wrote a book. If you have a draft in your in a memory stick or on your computer somewhere, you still have a chance to publish it and finish it up, you know? And if you find that you're constantly going to some specific almosts as points of discussion or like just as a matter of fact to maybe impress people or whatever, I think it's important to take some time to think to yourself and wonder why it's those things that you're constantly 
going back to and what you can do to turn that almost into a I have because it's really not too late for a lot of things you know well maybe if you're 40 and you're saying I almost got into the NBA maybe let's leave that dream for our children or some somebody else but there's a lot of things that you can still accomplish at this point in your life you know so let's turn our almost into nows and if we can't turn our almost into nows let's make our nows worthwhile to us so much that we don't sit around and just think of the good good old days in the past and actually accomplish what we need to accomplish now so yeah now i'm gonna move into our talk for the week and our talk is gonna be about waiting and yesterday so today's wednesday i'm actually recording today and gonna release it today last week i recorded early and God knows my heart. That's what I intended to do this week. But Monday was Canada Day. Yesterday, I was way too busy. So here we are today. But everything works out for a reason because I had already had a topic that I wanted to discuss. But yesterday, I came up with this topic and that one's been put on the back burner. So yesterday, I went to a concert for one of my faves, PJ Morton. If you haven't heard of PJ Morton, I think you should listen to him. His album, Gumbo Unplugged, is amazing. He won a Grammy for it, and it's it's a live album. So you listen from start to end in order, and it's like a one-take session. Absolutely amazing. He's a ridiculous talent. So this is the second concert I've gone to this year. The first concert I went to was for Jacob Banks, the same ridiculously amazing. You guys should listen to his albums. He's a wild talent. And the one thing that both of those concerts had in common was that I went by myself they were solo trips I just needed to go and I decided to go initially for Jacob Banks I had spoken to my sister my cousins and a few more people and I'm like oh Jacob Banks is coming do you want to go do you want to go and they're like yeah we'll see we'll see so the the original tickets for there was regular tickets and VIP tickets so we were planning to all buy regular tickets and I was asking them, are you going to go? Are you going to go? And I was waiting around for them instead of buying my tickets because it's standing room. They could have bought theirs later, but that's besides the fact. So I waited and waited and waited. And then one day I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not waiting for them anymore. I'm going to buy my ticket. And if they want to come, they'll get theirs. So I was at work at this time and I went on the computer to buy the ticket and all the general admission were sold out. And my heart literally sunk. I was so sad. Like, how did I do this? Why did I wait for these people? And now General Mission is gone. And all that was left was um, VIP, which was about three times the cost of the general admission. And at this time was when I had decided that I was going to quit my job and go into doing this entrepreneurial thing full time with not much of a of a safety blanket to fall on. And I could not personally justify spending triple the amount on a concert to watch. Yes. An amazing person, but to watch someone when I have finances and income and things to think about. So I was so sad. And then I told my boyfriend and he bought me the VIP ticket and I was so happy. Yes. God bless you. Thank you. (laughs) So at that point, I went to the concert. I went by myself. We, I did the meet and greet. I spoke with him. He signed an autograph for me. We took a picture. And it was literally the best experience I had had at that point in the year. And it's still one of my, I'd say, top top five experiences for this year. When I got to the concert, I met 
an amazingly nice girl and we just became friends because she came alone too and we were all there for the same reason to support Jacob Banks and when I had that experience as soon as PJ Morton's um when he announced on Instagram that he was coming to Toronto I bought my ticket immediately because I'm like if anybody wants to go they'll buy theirs after but I'm not gonna wait so yesterday at the concert when it was just it was amazing I was like almost front row dancing having the time of my life and I just thought to myself imagine if I had waited for someone again and missed this opportunity so immediately I pulled out my phone and started writing points for this podcast and I'm like yep I'm gonna talk about waiting and how we all have one life to live and waiting around wastes a lot of time waiting around slows your momentum slows your progress or even fully delays your um halts your progress because when you wait there's there's usually a reason or a goal like i'm gonna wait until i have five thousand dollars to do this but if you don't get to the point of reaching the threshold out at which you're gonna stop waiting you can actually put yourself in a situation where you waste your time and don't actually experience or accomplish the things you want to accomplish. So with that, I've come up with three things that we need to stop waiting for in order to live our best lives. So the first one is do not wait for comfort. So a lot of us are waiting for the perfect moments. We're waiting to be in the right place. Like it could be as small as if I, once I have a hundred dollars saved, I'm going to buy that $20 t-shirt I, I want, or it can be once I'm accomplished in life or once I hit this certain salary, that's when I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. Or when I reach a certain level in life, that's when I'm going to get married. And it's good to have plans. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes waiting to be comfort, um, comfortable or waiting for the perfect moment leaves you in a, in a very tight position. And unfortunately, perfect moments are extremely rare. And what I don't want for you guys and what I don't want for myself, because I'm talking to myself too. I used to procrastinate. I'm good with concerts now, but there's still many parts of my life where I sit around and wait and I'm trying to learn to be better. And what I found is that many of us perfect ourselves into mediocrity. What I mean is that you have that book you want to release, but you've edited the crap out of it. It never seems enough. It never seems finished. And you just leave it on your computer. You touch it, touch it, touch it, and it never gets put out there. Or you you are working out. You're not at the ideal fitness level you want to be at. So you're not wearing bikinis or you're not going to the beach or you're not wearing that crop top or doing whatever it is you want to do. You're not wearing those shorts. You're not doing what you want to do, you know? And perfection is lovely, but it's, it's fake, you know? And those of us, we're all on social media. We know perfection's fake in many different ways. So waiting around to perfect life before you live it will, will waste so much time and there's so many opportunities that you'll miss out on for my personal example is this podcast it was maybe last year that I decided I wanted to do a podcast and 
one of my favorite podcasts, Blessed and Bossed Up by Tatum Tamia. She, her sound quality was so amazing and she's extremely friendly. So I sent her an email and I'm like, hi, um, I love your podcast. And I just want to know what kind of mic you use because I want to start one too. So she sent me a link to her mic. It was super cheap on Amazon and I bought it in November. Mind you, this is episode 12. So I've been doing this for like three months and we're in 2019. <laughs> so I bought it and I put it under my bed and I'm like, yup, I got the mic. I'm ready. I'm ready. And then I went to record and my voice sounded so awkward. I wasn't comfortable. I kept having to stop because I'd stutter or I wouldn't present my words in the way that I wanted them to come out. Like my mouth and my mind were just on two different pages. Things weren't working out. But one day I just decided, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm just going to record my first podcast and put it out there because if you don't start you're never going to improve like if any of you guys go back to my first maybe yeah let, let's say first six podcasts compared to this one today there's been a there's been a huge improvement and it's okay you know we have to start with one like a fr an old co-worker of mine once told me that a million dollars in your account still starts with a $1 deposit. So you want to get to these places, you want to do these things, but waiting around for perfection is just going to block you and hinder your ability to do it. Like the mic I had before, like I think until maybe episode eight or nine was that original mic. And I'm just using GarageBand, working on it as I go. I have no tech sound engineering experience. My first podcast I recorded in the living room, there was so much background foam sound and like I don't know what it's called but like that fuzzy sound there was so much of it and I was just like you know I'm gonna post it anyway and I have like my lovely family and friends who supported and like gave me their advice and they're like maybe do it in a in a closed room because the sound will be a little better because there's not as much air flowing and then my creative manager Femi gave me a freaking microphone mixer and a brand new mic just literally for free, like, thank you so much, because he had it at home, he saw that I was doing this, he didn't, he didn't need it, and he gave it to me, and like, now my sound quality is so much better, and who knows, 20, 20 episodes from now, I might decide to invest and buy an even better mic, but if I was still sitting around waiting for that perfect moment, I wouldn't be where I am now, you know, and the thing with waiting around for the perfect moment or waiting for when you're fully comfortable is that those moments don't usually come until you step into what you're meant to step into and then you grow because if someone had told me like I knew that I had this podcast that I wanted to do I had tons of ideas and they were sitting in my phone like right now I have almost a hundred concepts for topics and I barely get to them because every single week because I've started doing this podcast I get a new and fresh idea just like I did yesterday you know so don't wait for the perfect time don't wait to be comfortable if you have something you want to do do it right now you know do it how you have how you have it if you have a straggly phone and you want to make a youtube video po start posting your first youtube video if people like it then maybe you'll think it's worth investing in financing a canon camera for three years a hundred dollars a month to pay it off but if you don't even get out there and step into it you you won't even know what's required of you to grow like it doesn't make sense to buy every single thing you need to to step into something new because what if you change your mind you know and don't allow those things or lack of money lack of opportunity to block you from entering into what you need to enter into if you enter into it janky and side-eyed 
as you go, you're going to continue to grow because I'm a personal testament to that. And that's why I want you guys to know that it's awkward. Like sometimes when I initially started the podcast, I would have like 35 different recordings that I'd have to piece together and delete because I just couldn't get my words out. And the joke is in real life, I'm so talky. Like I could talk for hours, but sitting in a room talking to a microphone that will eventually go out to hundreds, thousands, however many people was just way too awkward. But I stepped into it and here we are now. Now I do one take sessions, guys. (laughs) I just bust it out. Don't have to write a long old script. I just write a few talking points and it's going with the flow. So yeah, don't wait for comfort or perfection. Number two is don't wait for your friends, for an accomplice or for a companion. This is because waiting around for people, as you heard with my Jacob Bank story, can really slow you down. Like it's lovely to go on a girl's trip. It's lovely to go on that dream vacation with your spouse or your family but if they're not able to, for whatever reason, I don't think that's that should stop you, you know? Like, I'm that person who now wants to just experience life by myself. I'll go to the movies by myself. I'll go to a restaurant and get a table for one or a table for L, as we used to call it, table for lonely. But, like, I'll do those things because my experience is is getting to a place where it's more important than the person who I experience it with. I'm not going to wait around for everybody to get their money right or for us to get uh, um, synchronized schedules to figure out what day we 10 of us can go somewhere because unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't happen. Like I'm sure all of you guys have group chats on WhatsApp or wherever where you guys have a bunch of friends and you're always like, yo, this summer we're going to Europe. Yo, this summer we're doing this. And then September 22nd hits and summer's over. We're back to school, back to lives. And all of those woulda, coulda, shouldas never happened. And yes, there are some. This is like, especially for traveling, safety is important. I'm not telling you to just hop on a plane and go somewhere because you want to. But solo travel is a real thing. My sister's best friend, Carlene, she's like the solo travel queen. Like she's been to like almost every continent, like over 20, 30 countries. She does it all the time. If she's in the mood to go for a trip, she's off and she goes. And that's so admirable because it's, of course, her and my sister have been to South Africa and they're planning other trips, but it's lovely to not have to wait for someone to experience life. You know, life is for the living. Life is to be experienced. And if you have the opportunity, don't wait around for people to join you. If people can join you, lovely, but don't let people not being able to come with you or join you in doing the things you want to do be the reason why you're not experiencing the life you want to experience. The third is don't wait for a cosign. So with this, many of us have big lofty plans, goals that we have for ourselves. And sometimes we tell people and they don't understand. I think I've talked about this a lot because it's just the story of my life. This year, I've just been taking risk after risk after risk, understanding that people are not going to understand and knowing that that's absolutely fine because it's my dream. It's my vision to be had. So who cares if they don't know or if they don't understand what you're doing? Your vision is yours and people don't have the eyes for it because they shouldn't, you know, like I don't wear glasses, my mom wears glasses, my sister wears glasses. If I put on their glasses that helps them see better, I'm not going to see better. 
because it's not my prescription. So pretty much your vision is not anybody else's prescription. So why are you shocked when they cannot see it? Life is life is so interesting and all of us have our different walks and luckily we'll find people along the way who believe in us and who will help us along but especially when your dream or your vision is in its seed form which is when it's really tiny there's a lot of people who don't understand you know like if i put a seed on this table and tell someone that oh this is going to be the biggest oak tree they'll just be like how it's so tiny it's so small but all of us know that when you plant a seed into the ground and you give it what it needs, it grows roots first. So first it goes even deeper where nobody can see it. So that's all the stuff you got to do on your own. You got to be underground. You got to be digging those roots. I mean, sorry, building those roots, digging them deep into the ground. And then eventually you'll see a little sprout. It might be a little baby flower, but that's what you see up above ground. So it's pretty much like uh, an iceberg. You see a little bit on the top and everything else is underground. So when you have a vision, a plan, something that you want to do for yourself, you're pretty much in the seed and root stage. And when no one sees the roots, but the roots of a tree is why when lightning strikes it, it can't be moved. Like you'll see trees that are huge, but you don't know how far and deep their roots had to go to get to where they are. So when you're in that place where you're coming up with a plan, don't wait for a cosign. If you believe in your vision and you're ready to do what you want to do, do it. And if people don't understand, that's cool. When your seed grows roots, stems, becomes a tree, people will be like, damn, like that's what you're doing. And it's cute, you know, and you'll be like, thanks. Yep. That's what I'm doing. That's what I've been doing. That's what I was doing when I said I wasn't free. That's what I was doing when you said I wasn't doing anything. That's what I was doing when people asked me what I did for a living. And I couldn't really tell them because I was working on getting my roots deep enough so that when I do come above ground, if anyone tried to chop me off, I was too deeply grounded. You can't push me at that point. And that's why you also have to be really careful with who you tell your dreams to, especially at their seed and infancy stage, because there are some people who have that impact and that influence in our life that if they tell us, I don't like it, it's enough to kill our dreams. And I think I've talked about this before because it's just like one of my main as a Nigerian, first of all, they tell you not to tell people your secrets until <laughs> until they're finished. Like superstition in my culture is just deep. But yeah, so yeah, don't wait for a cosign. Do what you want to do. If they don't understand, cool. If they do understand, cool. You're doing it for yourself and you're doing it because that's what you've been convicted to do, whatever it is. And at the end of the day, you have to live with the fact that you made decisions that you can stand by and that you believe in. So in conclusion, do what you want when it needs to be done and don't wait around. Don't wait around. Like if it's not safe, wait around. Like I hope I'm speaking to people who understand me. I'm not telling you to go do something that's ridiculously dangerous without consulting people and not waiting around doesn't mean you can't get people's opinions. Getting people's opinions is one thing. Acting on those opinions is a completely different thing. So yes, have some wise men around you, people who can, who can talk to you, people who have experienced. If you want to travel solo, read articles, talk to someone who does it. Don't just hop on a plane and say, I'm going to eat, pray, love my life in Thailand or wherever without understanding the safety protocols and what's required of that culture. You know, I don't want you guys to be dangerous because you ain't waiting around. I want you to live your best lives with 
with the boldness to do what you want to do when you need to do it, but with the smarts and the wisdom to have the proper preparation in doing those things. So yeah, good luck guys. And I hope you guys enjoyed that. Oh yeah. Recap. So the three things you shouldn't wait for one, don't wait for comfort or perfection. Two, don't wait for your friends, an accomplice or a companion. And three, don't wait for a cosign. So I hope that really helps you guys in your journeys to living your best life. And since the sun is out, it's even more motivating for us to go to that patio by ourselves and do what we want to do, you know? So for this week, the words to live by is you're on your way. Whether you like it or not, whether you acknowledge it or not, we're all moving. Even if you think you're not doing anything, you're getting further and further away from whatever it is you need to be doing. So if at every point in life we're moving, either backwards or forward, it's important to make sure that we're moving towards something worthwhile to us. So what I want you to do this week is... Acknowledge the fact that you're on your way to something and be willing to even take baby steps in the right direction because even baby steps will lead you there, even if it takes a little longer. Like it might be something like weight loss, for example, and you're like, I don't have the energy or the confidence to go to a gym and work out right now. But what I'm going to do is if I drink three pops a day, I'm going to drink one or I'm just going to stop drinking soda and I'm just going to have water. You know, this might seem small to somebody else who's in the gym on keto diet, pumping iron, (laughs) doing whatever they're doing, but you're moving in the direction that you want to go. And when we think of baby steps, it's, it's difficult and frustrating because we're not seeing the progress at the rate we want because we're looking at our destination. But sometimes when you're on that journey, it's important to just stop and turn around and just in your mind, of course, (laughs) stop, turn around and realize that you're no longer where you started. And, and that's amazing, you know, because a lot of times our goals are so big that it scares us from even starting. Just like what I said earlier, that my friend said, even a million dollar account starts with $1, you know? So if you're like, oh, I need to save a thousand dollars, but I don't even have money. And I, I, I'll never get there. But All the time that you've been complaining, if it's been six weeks and you've been saving $2 a week or $20 a week, that's $12, you know, and that is closer to a thousand than zero was, even though it's still closer to zero than a thousand, you know? And so what I want you guys to know and think about this week is that you're on your way somewhere. You're on your way either in a positive light or a negative light. Look at what, what you're on your way to. See if it's where, if you actually like where you're going. And if not, think of baby steps that you can do that can push you in the direction that you want to be in. And I wish you guys all the best luck in doing that this week. Um, so I'm going to end the podcast there. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. Thank you for listening. I'm on episode 12. I'm so excited and happy. Remember, if you want to send me questions, you can send them to tokesayinla at gmail uh, yes at gmail.com or you can send them to at tokestalks on instagram i'm also on twitter i'm trying i've posted one thing i'm gonna continue and yes have a great week and i'll talk to you next wednesday bye